My name is Padraig Otuma, and when I was 13, I wrote a love poem to the stars. I showed it to my English teacher, and she said, no, you can't be in love with the stars. You have to be in love with the person. And she'd gone through with a red pen and corrected the entire poem. And I went back and undid all of her corrections, because for me, being in love with the stars, being in love with the unknowability of the universe was a way of feeling at the edge of myself, of feeling tiny in the face of the unknown. And for me, that edge was like the edge of being alive. December Morning in the Desert by Alberto Rios The morning is clouded and the birds are hunched more cold than hungry, more numb than loud. This crisp Arizona shore where desert meets the coming edge of the winter world. It is a cold news and stark announcement, the myriad stars making bright the black as if the sky itself had been snowed upon. But the stars, all those stars, where does the sure noise of their hard work go? these plugs sparking the motor of an otherwise quiet sky, their flickering work everywhere in a white vastness. We should hear the stars as a great roar gathered from the moving of their billion parts, this great hot-rod skid of the Milky Way across the asphalt night, the assembled, moving glints and far-floating embers risen from the hearth fires of so many other worlds. Where does the noise of it all go, if not into the ears, then hearts of the birds all around us, their hearts beating so fast and their equally fast wings and high songs and the bees too with their lumbering hum and the wasps and moths, the bats, the dragonflies, none of them sure if any of this is going to work, this universe. We humans oblivious, drinking coffee, not quite awake, calm and moving into the slippers of our Monday mornings, shivering because we think it's a little cold out there. So I love the setting of this poem. You know, it's a poem that starts by being located in the corner of a desert and then it goes to vast galaxies and the working and the noise and the energy and the heat of stars and then it returns to the hearts of birds and other flying things and then it moves into a person on a December morning not quite awake. And I love the the movement of location and the attention that's drawn to the different experiences of space. Everything from the Milky Way to feet going into slippers. Such an extraordinary contrast that's happening in this poem, moving between vast unknowability and unexplored areas down into the everyday and the domestic. And I think that's a beautiful posture to take And strangely, while this poem opens up huge questions about the meaning of it all, will this universe work? 
there's a deep sense of warmth and comfort in it too. Sometimes that's used as a piece of irony, but also I think there's a, a message in this poem to say that small moments of domestic comforts might be the very way where we can pose huge questions about the vast unknowability of the universe. You know, there's a variety of questions that arise for me when I read this poem. First thing I think is that in this poem, which is a poem about the noise, the industry of the stars in the universe, in a certain sense, this poem too rises to a gorgeous crescendo, almost like an orchestra. The strength and the demand of the words that he places next to each other asks us, I think, when we read this poem out loud, it asks us to engage in a little bit of noise making ourselves. And that word noise is so interesting. Why does he wonder about the noise of stars? You know, like they're part of an electrical plant. And then also, why does he ask the same question about noise, about the flying things? He has that lovely list and the bees too, with their lumbering hum and the wasps and moths, the bats, the dragonflies. They make their noises too, the lumbering hum. And as do we in our poems, in our questions, or in our cars, or in our conversation. You might have learned about onomatopoeia when you were studying poetry in school. The word buzz, for instance, is onomatopoeia because the word sounds like the thing that it's describing. And the lumbering hums of the bees is a little echo of onomatopoeia in this poem. A lovely, small domesticity of affection toward the sound that a bee might make. There's this noise of being alive that's at the heart of this poem, a hum of electricity and movement and hearts. And that is something that Alberto Rios uses so well in this poem to link the aliveness of being a star with the aliveness of being human, with the aliveness of being a dragonfly and the noise and energy of being a star and the noise and energy of being a human and the noise and energy of being a dragonfly or a wasp or a moth or a bat. Alberto Rios in this poem creates orders of scale that are in kind of contrast with each other. You know, there's a person and then there's the Milky Way. There's a star and there's a corner of the desert. There's this huge sky and the whole season and a dragonfly and a huge question. And there's the way within which the sounds of the stars might work its way through the ears into the hearts of a bird. And then there's us humans, oblivious with our cups of coffee. And so there's ways within which he is moving, not only in landscape, but in scale as well, back and forth between tiny and ungraspable. And I think that's such an interesting contrast that he's doing. And strangely, by doing that, he's creating a way where we're looking with wonder. 
one of the phrases that I love most in Irish is over la una, to watch with wonder. It's a way that you can say curiosity, but it's also a posture of being. Over la una, to watch with wonder. And when I read this poem of Alberto Rios, I'm brought into the experience of watching with wonder from the domesticity of whatever a Monday morning routine is in a December to the huge questions that occur to you when you're looking at a big sky and the oncoming of a season and you're in a location where you can see the earth and consider the fact that the earth is just one planet amidst a huge galaxy of many planets all spinning around. There is all kinds of levels where the enormous question of how does this work? What does it mean? And is there any meaning? He locates that in the warmth of a cup of coffee. He makes a little dig at the obliviousness of human beings, but he's also, I think, perhaps implying in this poem that we perhaps need a small bit of obliviousness in order to be able to continue on with the everyday things of life. And perhaps that small obliviousness is something that helps us focus on the here and now, which means we can house these questions about the inner universe and the outer universe in this home of a body that we are. In this poem, Alberto Rios is speaking about these flying things and saying that none of them are sure if any of this is going to work. And the question is, is any of what? The experiment of being? And that's one of the things that I think is really interesting is that he locates humans and questions and dragonflies all together in this unsurety about whether any of this is going to work. And Underneath all of that is the question of, are we alone amongst the galaxies? Who else is there trying to keep warm and considering that the vast outsideness of everything is cold? There's a lovely contrast throughout this whole poem of considering warmth and coldness. At the start, he suggests that the birds are more cold than hungry. And then he's speaking about the coming edge of the winter world and cold news and stark announcement. And then there's these images of warmth, the hearts of the birds all around us and risen from the hearth fires of so many other worlds and the mention of the extraordinary heat of the stars, the plugs that spark the motor and even the Milky Way, the hot rod skid of the Milky Way and the coffee too and the slippers. And somehow each image of warmth brings it back into the idea to say that warmth is what sparks the energy of being alive. And therefore, we are part of the everything that's alive. There's an agnosticism at the heart of this poem. And in the middle of the agnosticism, in the middle of not knowing, there is a profound recognition about what does it mean to live with a question. And I, I think this is the deep invitation of this poem, is to allow ourselves to be on the edge the edge between the everyday things we do as well as these huge questions and to locate ourselves on the edge there in our slippers, looking out a window, looking out an open door early in the morning or late at night, locating ourselves in the midst of the enormity of the everything, wondering how does this work? Is it going to continue? 
but doing that in a way where we are being brought into the magnificence of wonder and the orchestral sound of what it means for this universe with all its energy and noise to continue on being and to recognise that we too, whether we understand why or not or how or not, that we too are part of that great noise of being. December Morning in the Desert by Alberto Rios The morning is clouded and the birds are hunched more cold than hungry more numb than loud this crisp Arizona shore where desert meets the coming edge of the winter world it is a cold news in stark announcement the myriad stars making bright the black as if the sky itself had been snowed upon but the stars, all those stars, where does the sure noise of their hard work go? These plugs sparking the motor of an otherwise quiet sky, their flickering work everywhere in a white vastness. We should hear the stars as a great roar gathered from the moving of their billion parts, this great hot rod skid of the Milky Way across the asphalt night, the assembled, moving glints and far-floating embers risen from the hearth fires of so many other worlds. Where does the noise of it all go, if not into the ears, then hearts of the birds all around us, their hearts beating so fast and their equally fast wings and high songs and the bees too with their lumbering hum and the wasps and moths, the bats, the dragonflies, none of them sure if any of this is going to work, this universe, we humans oblivious, drinking coffee, not quite awake calm and moving into the slippers of our Monday mornings, shivering because we think it's a little cold out there. December Morning in the Desert comes from Alberto Rios's book, Not Go Away Is My Name. Thank you to Copper Canyon Press, who gave us permission to use Alberto's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Gotham Shrikishan, Aaron Kalasako, Eddie Gonzalez, Lillian Vo, and me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. 
This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. We also produce other podcasts you might enjoy, like On Being with Krista Tippett, Becoming Wise, and This Movie Changed Me. Find those wherever you like to listen, or visit us at onbeing.org to find out more. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.